It is a Victory Monday edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Not only are we one-time victors, but we are two-time victors as the Arizona State basketball team closes out very strong. And the other shoe has dropped, ladies and gentlemen. Jaden Daniels has picked his transfer destination. Where is that? We're going to talk about that and so much more on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, your number one podcast for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. My name is Richie Bradshaw. I will be one of your guides today, joined always by my good friend, Connor Drios. Follow us on Twitter, myself, at RichieBrads36, Connor, at C. Drios. Follow the podcast on Twitter as well, at LO underscore Sun Devils. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. We are free and available on all platforms, which includes, but it's not limited to, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts on an audio platform. But we're also on YouTube as well in a video format if you want to see our beautiful glowing faces as we talk all things Arizona State. This episode of Locked on Sun Levels is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is reshaping the way that you play fantasy sports. Dozens of house-based games to play daily. No sharks, no funky props, just your skill versus the lineups you choose. Sign up today at stat hero slash locked on connor the other shoe is dropped and we're just gonna we're gonna kick it off right with this as you guys can see at the bottom Jaden daniels has officially declared his transfer location and it is not mizzou so are they that, sure they're still holding out some hope they probably are he signed he did sign it just doesn't mean he's committed like props to you guys for doubling down but you double down and you look even more silly now don't you so not Mizzou. He is going to the SEC, though. Connor, Jaden Daniels heading to Louisiana. He's going down to that New Orleans area. He's going to the swamp. Or no, not the swamp. He's going. What are you doing in my swamp? I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, hey, no. Talk- <laughs> he is going. He is going to the real Death Valley. All right, I can't keep my, my face straight. Just, gosh dang it, Connor. <laughs> I'm just going to talk like this. Uh, didn't we talk about Jaden Daniels going to LSU on the podcast? I, uh, I think one of us said that. I think I, it was me. Did I, nope. did I say that out loud? Swing and a miss. That, that was absolutely your host, Richie Bradshaw, nailing that prediction that Jaden Daniels was going to end up at Louisiana State University. I am going to go ahead and do my victory lap because boom. Boom, fire, While you do your victory lap, um, which which is totally fine. I I can admit that on on the airwaves. I would do that to your face. It's totally fine. Uh, While you're victory lapping, just for for my knowledge, my fans' knowledge, I cannot remember for the life of me. uh, After Coach O had retired, who took his place? The Notre Dame head coach, Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Very interesting. So um, LSU, very uh, prestigious school, at, at least certain times throughout their tenure, or at least like their, their time as a football program, right? Uh, at any given time, it was DBU. Uh, some will make that case to this day. But regardless, they've played out quite a few great prospects in the NFL. Uh, most recently, obviously, notably with uh, Joe Burrow coming out as uh, their quarterback, yeah. having one of the best seasons ever. 
Yes, one of his 19 nicknames, correct. Uh, but now Jaden Daniels goes and tries to fill the shoes after a pretty subpar year this last year. But Richie, how, how should LSU fans be feeling? Like, Are, are they getting a, a definitive upgrade? Um, how, how do you feel about Jaden Daniels going to LSU? Well, here's the thing is when Joe Burrow left, everyone and their mother was convinced, and this is so so typical of us as fans to do, is when a really good guy leaves, we go, the guy behind him is even better. So Joe Burrow leaves, in comes Miles Brennan. And everyone is yep. like, this guy is like a Heisman front runner, and he's going to be amazing, this, that, and the other, and does nothing, literally nothing. In fact, I think he's still with LSU. If he is, he did not play last year. They have uh, their number one player right now is a guy by the name of Max Johnson, who actually had a really solid year last year, completed 60% of his passes through 27 touchdowns to six interceptions. So he's got a rock solid chance at the starting opportunity. I would tell you just because Jaden Daniels is going to LSU does not guarantee that he's the starter. But with that being said, I do think that Jaden gives you the most upside both as a runner and just an athlete overall at the quarterback position. And they do have a really good running running back coming back as well in the form of Tyrion Davis price who rushed for over a thousand yards last year. As I pointed out previously their their number one receiver, a kid named uh, Kayshawn Boutte is a stud, like one of the, one of the higher ranked prospects heading into the 2023 NFL draft. He is all projection at the moment, but We've seen before that Jaden can get the most out of talented players like like uh, Booty. Like if you look at a Brandon Ayuk or a Nikhil Harry, he was able to get the most out of them. Jaden doesn't make guys better. He just gets the most out of them. So if Booty is, is an NFL player, then Jaden is going to get along with him just fine. They've got a good run game. And LSU has a good defense. So he's got a lot of really good things going there. And I think that's where we'll start the conversation, Connor is the good well, things over at LSU yeah. for him. So if I'm an LSU fan, maybe I've kind of heard of Jaden Daniels. You know, maybe when he signed, it was kind of a big deal. Like, oh, he's going to Arizona State. That was not necessarily the move I expected. Uh, like a lot of people might be holding on to the name value of Jaden Daniels. Now, fans that have gotten to watch him for like really the last two and a half years, technically three, uh, mm -hmm. there's some mixed feelings, right? Like are they, are they getting 2019 Jaden Daniels? Or are or they, they getting, getting 2021? Right. Like where... Where does that fall? Now, part of it can be 2019, he had so much more talent around him, uh, and then going into uh, this last year or 2021 uh, after the season. You can make an argument there really wasn't a whole lot short of Rashad White as far as weapons go around him. Maybe that led to his play. Now, as you had just mentioned, Jaden Daniels has not necessarily been a guy who seems to elevate the talent around him, but at least gets the most out of them. Do you think that his play, if Jaden Daniels does earn the starting job, do you think that they're getting something closer to 2019 or do you think it's more the same from 2021? It's so hard to say because LSU short of that year with Joe Burrow has never really been this dominant passing attack. So I would imagine with Brian Kelly coming in that they kind of stick to their stick to their strengths, which is the run game with kind of taking the top off the defense, which, Hey, look at that. That just so happens to be the strengths of Jaden Daniels game. So if Daniels is, in fact, the starter for them, I think that they're going to get something very mixed. I, I, sure. don't, I don't see one or the other. I don't see him being this prolific passer that he was in 2019, but I also don't see him being a liability as a passer the way he was in 2021. I think you kind of find that middle ground, like, 
like that four game sample that you saw in 2020, where it looked like he was starting to take that next step. I think that's kind of mm -hmm. what we'll see is the potential that he displayed. I don't think he's going to be nearly as effective when he was a freshman and he threw 17 touchdowns and just two interceptions. I don't think that's it. But I also don't think he's going to throw just one more touchdown to one pick. The one thing he's got going for him and he had going for him during his tenure at Arizona State is that rushing ability, which is something that LSU isn't entirely familiar with at the quarterback spot. They've had a few guys kind of come and go through that program that had that ability. They had a guy a few years back. I can't remember his name for the life of me, but they've had a few guys come through there that had some ability to run around. But Jaden is definitely one of the most dynamic athletes that LSU has gotten at that quarterback position. So in terms of what they're getting, is it 2019 or 2021? I think that's hard to say. But I will tell you that you were getting 2021 Jaden Daniels, the runner. There, There's not a doubt in my that's mind fair. that he's going to take a step backwards there. He's going to continue being this borderline elite running quarterback. So from there, it's just a matter of can he turn into Russell Wilson as a passer? Or is he going to continue to be a very below average passing quarterback? Yeah, that's totally fair. And even if he does take a, a step backwards as far as the running game goes, like that floor is still massively high at the quarterback position that it's going to be a plus regardless. Now, LSU, in my opinion, was probably about as high profile as he could have gotten for a transfer. So in one sense, good for him. Yeah, I, I think you and I can still both cheer for Jaden Andrews regardless of how other people might feel about the situation. Yeah. Hope nothing but the best for him. Uh, but that being said, uh, I, I'm, I'm curious – that he went to a position where it's not like he's got this guaranteed starting job. Again, he might exactly. have the more name value at the position, but mm -hmm. uh, if he's not guaranteed that job and, and he's going there for his senior season, what are you doing? What are you doing? Seriously, like if you were going to be the guaranteed starter at ASU, even if that wasn't the best fit, in my opinion, that's better than riding the bench, right? Yes. No, definitely. It's, it's just going to be really interesting. So he's he's not guaranteed that starter spot because Max Johnson truly had a rock-solid year for season. them last year. Yeah, Jaden is not going to be gifted anything. But we'll see, man. I saw someone, this is a super lazy take, but somebody was like, oh, Brian Kelly got his new Deshaun Kaiser. And it's like, first of all, if Jaden Daniels became Deshaun Kaiser, that would be an upgrade from what he was. Deshaun Second Kaiser all, was so much bigger, wasn't he? Like a lot that's, bigger. That's exactly what I was going to say is Kaiser played at like 250. Yeah. Jaden is like, a lot bigger. Yeah. Jaden's like 210 soaking wet. So that, and that's exactly why it's lazy is it's like, yeah. they're not even like remotely identical. We all know what they're truly saying there, but that's commentary. We're not going to get into on the locked on Sun Devils podcast. Regardless, Brian Kelly is getting his pick of a quarterback he he's not necessarily stuck with the max johnson or the um oh my god miles brennan. miles brennan yes he's not stuck with them Jaden daniels was his pick he recruited Jaden to come there now so what he does with the quarterback spot is going to be completely up to how he wants his offense to look and if he wants it to be run heavy which is something that historically we've seen lsu do their best at then he's going to roll with Jaden Daniels. Totally agreed. So there you go. Let's go ahead and wrap up this first segment of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Not to worry, we're still going to be talking plenty of Jaden Daniels as we continue to 
progress through the off season. We'll talk about it more this week, but for right now, we're going to hop into our first break. When we return, we're going to start breaking down the basketball games for Arizona State Sun Devils and their two wins to close out the 2021-2022 regular season. But first, a quick word from our friends over at Bet Online. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college troops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where to find the next fired head coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline means the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your, is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. March Madness is just over a week away, and that means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual or are you looking for the best? We've done our homework here, and we're running brackets with RunYourPool.com. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor and Pick X, both fun in their own way. They have options to edit scoring, and they offer more intel to make your picks. All the stuff you won't find at ESPN or CBS. If you've got a business, Run Your Pool can help you take some of that madness magic and play alongside your employees or even game customers. Plus, they offer full white glove customer support, custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. Clearly, we believe in Run Your Pool because, like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves, and there's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter Pure Madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be provided there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. We look forward to seeing and beating you there. And thanks again so much for making the Locked on Sun Devils podcast your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Locked on Bracket Breakdown, March 14th, right here on the Locked on Podcast feed and YouTube channel. College basketball experts Chris Gordy, Andy Patton, and betting expert Lee Sterling give you in-depth breakdowns on every matchup. Connor, ASU Sun Devils basketball closed out so, so strong this year in just the way that we were hoping. Like that... That upside that we talked about, Connor, like best case scenario happened. The best case scenario happened. And it started. That's not supposed to happen, though. Exactly. Not for Arizona State. When we say what if, that's not supposed to happen. Exactly. That's strictly a Disney plus Marvel show. But what the what if happened and Arizona State starting off just completely dismantled Cal and anything that the Golden Bears, not the Cal Bruins, wanted to get done against Arizona State. Connor, it was awesome for a multitude of reasons, not just because they had beat us earlier in the year and convincingly beat us too, but the fact that they were able to truly just continue and establish this dominance and consistency that we've we've been accustomed to seeing over the last like three to four weeks, like the last month of the year. ASU takes down Cal 71 to 44. The leading scorers, Connor, we had five guys, five in double digits. And yep. our, our lowest scorer, Jalen Graham, had six, had uh, eight points by himself. 
So what was as far as starters go? Yeah, right. Well, um, no. So uh, Jalen Graham was the only starter who didn't get double digits. Marion right. Jackson was the only other player to get score or points. There were only six players that scored points for Arizona State, and they still managed to throw up seventy-one points. That's impressive. Yeah, dude. They held they held Cal to nineteen points in the second half. Nineteen. Yes. Like seriously, think of how stupid that is. Again, Cal is not this absolutely dominant team. They're five and fourteen in the conference, but for an ASU team that's been just very up and down this year, they have not been up and down over the last month, month and a half. Now the loss against UCLA, we can all sit here and, and understand why that happened. Yes, that's okay. But they got their revenge and they and they got it in full. They got uh, they won by twenty seven points right in this game. Um, absolutely, just obliterated Cal. Um, had multiple people scoring. Uh, they shot very well overall, shooting just under 40, uh, 54% from the field, uh, just under 39% as a team. 50% of their free throws, which is nothing right home about. That is definitely not a strength of this team, but only off of tel- uh, 12 free throw attempts. But uh, again, just an absolutely dominating performance. Now, this was not the game I was worried about. We'll talk about uh, Stanford a, a little bit later on in this podcast. This was a, an expected win. Was it 27-point victory expected? Dude, I, I, I don't even know if I'm confident in saying that, but this team just continues to show up and show up at the absolute best time of the year. And they're doing exactly what we've talked about, uh, essentially getting more depth as far as scores go. When, when you have the, the top score of the game, it's not surprising to see that it's DJ Horn, but it has not been right. surprising to see it be Marion Jackson. Jay Heath has done it twice as of late over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, having guys like Kamani Lawrence also score, Jalen Graham putting up eight, is not necessarily bad, especially when he's your sixth highest scorer. Yeah, you take that every single day, and it's nice to see Alonzo Gaffney also getting a little involved as well. The team's just, as a whole, playing well, which is what it's going to take to make any sort of run at this tournament, right? Like, they're still significantly far away from the NCAA tournament. We're talking about four more wins, so we can't get too far down a rabbit hole. But for them to absolutely destroy Cal and get their confidence and momentum going is exactly what Bobby Hurley needed to do uh, and, and good on him, man. Like, seriously, how many coaches in uh, in college basketball really could have rallied this team like he did? I'm not saying he's the best college basketball coach. I'm not saying he's the best in the state of Arizona. I'm just saying good for him and, and essentially rejuvenating this team and not allowing them to give up. Uh, if you told somebody what the record was like a month, month or so ago, people probably would have laughed at you, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, 100%. So I, I feel like, the 14 and 16 record that they were able to put together needs to be taken in context because in 10 years from now, our kids are going to be looking at this and they're going to be like, dad, that that's that team was 14 and 16. They weren't that great. And I'm going to be like, first of all, son or daughter, I'm very proud of you for taking an interest in Arizona state basketball. But more importantly, you have to look at the way that they came together because this was Connor, it's so weird to say because of how like low the bar is for Arizona State basketball, but this has felt like a magical season, and at least in the second half of the year, the way that they've just absolutely dominated teams, and they had the upsets, and they beat quality teams, and they beat teams the way that they were supposed to. The biggest thing here, Connor, I think the biggest takeaway for everyone, they put Cal on the line five times. Yeah. That's it. And Connor, I want to say until like the final five minutes, they had only put them on the line like twice. This is not something something. stupid low. Yeah, this is not something that we 
have been accustomed to seeing from the Sun Devils at any point this year. Considering there was one game we put a team on the line 40 times. They completely took away any opportunity for extra scoring for the Golden Bears. Most importantly, they did it by playing dominant defense. You don't hold any team to 19 points and a half without just completely taking away any opportunities. They forced plenty of turnovers as well. They had, where is it? They got 13 turnovers, uh, right? Yeah. They, they got 13 turnovers. They blocked five. They had nine steals. Connor, this defense was studly. And it continued to be just an overall great performance. DJ Horn at 13, uh, Kamani and Jay Heath at 12, Gaffney and Marion at 11, and Graham at 8. I mean, everyone is just quite uh, like tightly condensed together. It was a group team effort, and it was just an absolutely amazing win. Regardless of the level of competition, this is one of the more complete games that the Sun Devils have put together this year. Definitely. Couldn't agree more. So we'll talk a little bit more about what they did in the second game uh, on the next part of the podcast here. But Richie, I'm just getting so excited for uh, what's to come for this Pac-12 tournament. So I, I will I'm say still- to your to your earlier point about this season almost having like an asterisk next to it in a good way. In my opinion, it depends on how they finish. Because like, let's say they get bounced in the first round, even though they did finish very well. Yeah, okay. that That is what it is. But it has the upside to be considering how well they've played um, again, comparing it to how poorly they started this year. Precisely. Yep. I think that's, I think that's the biggest thing to take away from here. So let's go ahead, cut it here, go to our final break. When we return, we're going to break down that second game and Arizona state's closing out of the 2021, 2022 regular season. But before we get that far, we got a word from a couple of our friends, starting with our friends over at stack hero. So, guys, Stat Heroes NCAA single pick games uh, pits the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage of resulting in their game winners four times more often. Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you are going up against. In addition to their pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take head uh, head to head. They simply post sets of players for you to take on with sets of players you choose. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fix. The simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing in minutes. This is what daily fantasy was meant to be. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on and use the promo code for 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Again, use the promo code locked on for 100% uh, for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash locked on promo code locked on terms and conditions apply. And guys, let me tell you, this is necessarily where I start to give up on my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolutions to eat right, thanks to Built Bar. If you haven't tried the Puffs yet, let me tell you, you're missing out. They're one of the best tasting Built Bars out there. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and of course, covered in 100% real chocolate. Just like all Built Bars. And most of these built bars, 
They're low in calorie, high in protein. Go ahead and replace your candy bars with these. They're better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. But if you go to built.com and scroll down to the macros chart, you'll be blown away. They're all high protein, low calorie, high fiber, high fiber, low carb. And again, compare them to the candy bar. That has 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. And there's so many amazing flavors of Built Bar, too, from mint brownie to chocolate to coconut almond and the new flavor for the month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They're all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If you think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It will be delicious, and it will be good for you, most importantly. So go to BuiltBar.com. Check out the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. <laughs> and we're back for the third and final segment of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. What you just saw right now was me giving a countdown to Connor, but we uh, we, we we didn't want to wait. We're, we're way too excited. What are you doing in my swamp? <laughs> we already made that joke. It's no longer oh, time for that joke. No. Sorry. We're going to Tempe. We're going to Tempe for the way that Arizona State was able to close out the 2021-2022 basketball regular season with a win over the Stanford Cardinal after a just really unfortunate loss earlier in the year. And it, it was a it was another really good victory for the Sun Devils. A very consistent offensive performance. And the defense really came alive in the second half. Ultimately, Arizona State won the game 65-56. to Behind that, we had some big-time performers. Marion Jackson threw up 18 points. He, funny enough, went 0 for 6 on deep, but he was 8 of, what's that end up being? 8 of 9? 8 of 15. Well, 8 of 9 overall. You take away the... Yeah, yeah, everywhere else, he was 8 of 9. He had 6 rebounds, 6 assists. Six steals, Connor. Marion Jackson was Mr. Do-It-All in this game. And he wasn't the only one. DJ Horn was able to throw up 12 points despite going 4-13 and 0 from 5 deep. Jalen Graham threw up 16 of his own. Uh, Jay Heath and Kamani both had six points. And Lonzo Gaffney had seven. Overall, the Sun Devils were good shooting again. They shot 49% despite the fact that they only made two of their 17 three-point attempts, they still managed 65 points. Overall, another really good win for the Sun Devils and a great way to close out the season. That is something they couldn't have done earlier this year. If you had told me going into this game, they made it 12% of their threes, unless they took like six shots, and that's 12 is not even a, a feasible number there, but unless they just took a We're not gonna math here. low amount of threes, I would have told you they got their butts kicked. Dude, mm-hmm. they won by nine. And, and so you, good uh, win. you mentioned an unfortunate loss earlier this year. This was the game uh, that I don't remember if it was Jay Heath, but it was, uh, I, I want to say it was Heath. And then uh, Bobby Hurley got tossed uh, in this game, or at least the game, the game before. So uh, they both got suspended for a game. That game was against Stanford, which they only ended up losing by three. So this is what happens when your team is at full steam. and They're playing as well as they are. Stanford, Playing about as well as you going to this game, if Stanford would have won, uh, you would have tied them uh, in terms of overall conference play, but they would have beat you twice. So uh, while you do have two more wins in the conference, it, it, it was close, right? Stanford is not the worst opponent that they've played this year, but uh, you had multiple contributors, Richie. You already highlighted Marion Jackson. Jalen Graham uh, had 16 points in this game. DJ Horn had another 12. And again, if, if Horn's not the star, that's fine. As of late, he's getting a little bit back uh, kind of in his rhythm, which is totally fine. 
the team, uh, again, did not shoot well from deep, but shooting at, at 49%. If you can play, at, I'll even say poorly, if you can play that poorly and still win, this gives me a good feeling. They, they are going to play Stanford, and we'll touch on this more as we get ready for uh, the Pac-12 tournament. But in the first round, they do get Stanford for a third time this season. So um, it, it's going to be tough having to beat them again, right? It's like it's tough to sweep anybody uh, unless you're just flat out that much better than them. But they've seen the Stanford team now multiple times, and they've seen us. So it's going to be up to Bobby Hurley and that coaching staff to be able to make adjustments uh, and, and be ready to go, right? Because now that they have to play them a third time, uh, it's not going to be easy to get that win again. But this ASU team has me believing. They've got multiple people contributing. They don't have that star. It's just as of right now, they are deeper than they've been playing all season long. And it feels like anybody can win this game on any given night for them. Dude, it's just been so cool to see the amount of chemistry that these guys have developed with each other as the year has progressed. And you see it on the court, man. Everyone knows their assignment. Everybody knows their responsibility. Everybody is aware of their strengths and weaknesses. These guys are just playing like true pros right now. Like they look so ready. I know I was talking to you over the weekend off mic. We we were talking at uh at church together right before service started. And I was telling you, I was like, look, man, with there only being five positions in the pros, there's 64 picks in the draft. I think teams have to look at Marion Jackson. And I mean, this is obviously way out in advance think, talking about this, but this was the was whack or Mac. It was Mac. He was right? the Mac. Yep. Yeah. This is the Mac player of the year who came over to Arizona State, took a little bit to get adjusted, but he's right back to what he was doing in the Mac. Like he has truly become the face of the Sun Devils basketball team. And it, it's hard to deny the fact that this dude has truly come into his own. And I think I just start a dialogue of does he have some kind of future, maybe, maybe in like a Euro League or anything like that? The way Mariana's played, and again, this is a conversation for way in the future, but more importantly, right now, the way he's playing has the Sun Devils thinking that anything is possible right now. We are wanting to be the Cinderella team. We want to be the Cinderella man, as Marshall Mathers would say. Now, Richie, this Connor. team won their last four games in a row. They won seven of eight. Do you know when the last time ASU had won their last four games to end a season? Not a clue. 1980-81. It's been a long time since they've won their last four games. And this is the team to do it. Now, I understand if you go back and look at each season, who did they play? Because after that UCLA game, it's not like their, their schedule was incredibly daunting. They had two quality opponents, two easier games, in my opinion. Uh, but regardless... You still have to win these games, and ASU did it in a very convincing way, short of like maybe the Utah game where they almost gave that up. Um, every right. other victory after that was very convincing, every single one. So for this ASU team to make that kind of history, now we're not talking about uh, absolutely just dominating the, the conference or winning the conference tournament. Like it, it's, it's a stat that you kind of have to look for and find a bit of the silver lining in this season. So don't get me wrong. We're not saying that and thinking like, wow, this is just one of the best ASU teams ever assembled that being said it doesn't it doesn't feel like there's many teams going forward as far as the pac-12 that asu cannot beat. now i i think we talked i think it was last week i had misinterpreted the bracket i thought there was a chance that if we just beat stanford i thought it wasn't dependent on anything else that we wouldn't play u of a until the finals 
That was incorrect. If we beat Stanford, they get a shot at Arizona in the second round, which is not ideal. Um, I would say that the only team I'm convinced that they probably can't beat, and I shouldn't say convinced probably because that means you're not convinced, but Arizona scares the hell out of me, man. They, they just do. Now, obviously, what was it? Stanford right before we took them on had taken them down to the wire. Yep. Uh, but it just it feels like that's the way things have kind of gone for Arizona. They uh, Even if they were playing somebody close, it almost doesn't matter. It feels like they just win by 20. So uh, that's a very dangerous Arizona basketball team. And, and we've got we've got to beat Stanford before we even get there. But they're four games away from going from the NCAA tournament. That's, mm-hmm. that's a lot. Don't get me wrong. Like four games is a lot. But if you can somehow make it past Arizona in the second round, sky's the limit for this team. 100%. And I highlighted this previously, and I'll go ahead and reiterate it, especially with the way they ended the season. Right now, the Sun Devils got me confident. There is not a single team in the tournament that I'm afraid of. Now, that does not mean I am taking Arizona State to beat every single team. We're not the best team in the Pac-12, and we're not beating U of A short of some kind of absolute miracle. With that being said, I'm not afraid of anyone. I think right now, exactly, I think we can go toe-to-toe with any team in the Pac-12, including U of A. I think we can give them hell. I'm not saying we can beat them, okay? I'm not saying that we're going to beat every team. What I am saying is right now, I have the confidence, and if I have the confidence, then you sure as heck can bet that the rest of the Arizona State Sun Devils have the confidence as well. So let's go ahead and cap it off right here. Again, we thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Locked On Arizona State podcast every single day. This podcast is free and available on all platforms, which includes what is not limited to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Wherever you get your podcast on an audio platform, me and Connor are there Monday through Friday. We're also in a video platform as well. If you would like to tune in to YouTube, like, subscribe to the channel, see our beautiful faces, the facial expressions, and me trying to count with my fingers while uh, Connor wants to flip back over while I'm in the middle of talking. And, of course, follow us on Twitter. Myself, at RichieBrads36. Connor at Cedrios. Follow the Locked on Sun Devils page at LO underscore Sun Devils. And again, thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every day. Go ahead and make your second listen Locked on NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospect and NFL front offices. Just like the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, it's free and available on all platforms. And until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.